0: Good afternoon and welcome to Open Air with Sherry Huber. Good afternoon, Sherry.
1: Good afternoon, Michael.
0: Great to be here practicing, isn't it?
1: It is. It is the very best.
0: Yes, yes. Yeah, glad we're all here for it. Yes. And I have an announcement here. All right. If you're already meditating in the morning or wish to start, Enjoy the extra support of meditating with Sangha with virtual meditation groups. The 30-minute conference call meditation sessions happen seven days a week. And for a complete schedule and for other practice opportunities, visit livingcompassion.org. And a few reminders for today you'd like to get in the queue to talk with Sherry, please press star six and then one to make gas show. And a conversation of about five minutes and on one topic would be great. Okay, Sherry, I think we're ready here.
1: All right. Let's let's
0: do this. Let's do this. First caller. You are now live on the air, and would you please introduce yourself?
2: Yes, this is Brad in Maryland. How are you both? Hey, Brad. Doing great, Brad. What's going
0: on?
1: Yeah, you sound Uh, kind of far away for me. I don't know, Michael, does Brad sound far away? Of course he is in Delaware.
0: Is Is that that better? Yes, that's better. Uh,
2: is it better oh okay. no problem i I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying to get in all my commitments, so I was at the gym and I was on the way home now I'm talking to you directly through my phone
3: <laughs> right? okay,
2: good, good, very good. <laughs> I just wanted to let you know that um I am so grateful for practice because um you know I had a chance to speak to you earlier in the year, and I'm kind of going through a, a rough patch with a divorce and um Getting back to practice out of coming out of a situation that was not healthy, it has helped me just as much as it ever did. You just simply have to do it. And, <laughs> you know, but the other thing I was going to yeah. say about it is, you know, I, I'm back to the annual retreat now I'm not getting all the lessons done. I'm not beating myself up about it. I'm showing up each day and I'm listening. So I'm not being overcritical over what isn't happening. Uh, right. But, very know, good. Very good meditations there, uh, longer recording and listening sessions than I've ever had in my life that remind me that, you know, it's not only what goes on the recorder, but just the fact that you do it long enough, your attention cannot stay on the negativity and the conditioning. That's Um, it, Brad. I mean, just for years, just for years not realizing, in essence, the basis of the practice is so simple it eludes all of us that it's a matter of where your attention is focused is what the experience of your life will be. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, I had, a I had another experience a week ago where I was, I got really identified. It seems to happen going through a divorce (laughs) and, uh, I was out using a new chainsaw and I realized that I had to pay so much attention since I, since I didn't want to accidentally chop off a limb, my own limb. Yeah. Um, when I got done with that and because of all the meditation, the voice said to me, look, you're not identified, and sure enough, I wasn't. And I just thought again, uh-huh. it's that same process taking uh-huh. your attention out of the negativity.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, and uh, so back to the the first connection that you made, which is uh, so you're on your way home from the gym, right? right. Uh, and 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 practice is just like fitness, isn't it? it? I mean, one is physical fitness, the other is is spiritual, mental, emotional fitness.
0: Right? Oh, and with
1: both of them, yeah. we just have to do it. It, it doesn't do itself. <laughs> we have to show up. We have to uh, make it happen. And when we do, the benefits that we receive are just uh, more than, than can be imagined, more than we can express. Right. Yes, I concur. And the other point that you made that I think is so, so important, and, and I think that uh, people often don't think about it this way, but it it is so very simple. It's almost so simple that people miss miss the point of it because we have so much information that it's difficult and complex and... There's, there's something that I'm missing here. There's something I need to understand. I don't, I don't really get it. And and as you point out, it's as simple as noticing where your attention is. If it's on negativity, you're going to suffer. If it's not, you're not. <laughs> That's it.
2: Yeah, and, and realizing what there is to get is that there's nothing to get. It's paradoxical. <laughs> That's it.
1: That's it. In fact, it's more a matter of of dropping what we thought we needed to get, right? That whole conversation about it's something other than this. It's something other than right now. It's something other than how you are. When actually, no, it's accepting how we are
2: right here, right now. That's it. Yeah. One other quick thing I wanted to touch on very quickly is the experience of when all of it drops away. And you are just left not with any thoughts. Um, It seems like everyone using drugs and alcohol, that's what they aspire to, (laughs) is to have the mind shut up. Um, Yeah. But, you know, with practice, when that happens, now I can't say that I'll know when it's going to happen, but what an experience when it does. Yes.
1: And I bet one of the things that you're very clear about is, that showing up increases our odds.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, exactly. Right? You, you've got to be aware of it, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah. Yes, it is the old, uh, you, you, you have to be present to win. Right. And so <laughs> when, when we are here, uh, then, then we have everything that we want. And then we leave having everything we've ever wanted which is being present. Being present always is a happy thing. Doesn't matter what's going on. Even in the midst of a divorce, when we're present to our life as it actually is, not a conversation about somebody else or what happened or how, how it should be or it, that it isn't, or when we're not in any of that conversation, we're just here with ourselves, life is glorious.
2: I had one of the best weekends of my life, Sherry, two weekends ago. I meditated one day an hour. I cleaned the house. That's all I did. It was just my relationship with myself and being present. That's
3: all.
2: That's so all. Weird. Yes.
1: Yeah, you had a lovely day and a clean house at the end of it. I mean, yeah. come on.
2: I mean, sir. You could ask it's for anything the what, it's more. The it's not the what, it's the house. Someone said that one time. I don't know who, but, uh, you know. Yeah, I, I I've, 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 I've heard that somewhere, too. <laughs> yeah. <I don't. laughs> Thank you so much. I just wanted to say hello. Thank
1: you, Brad. Thank you. It's wonderful okay. to hear from
2: you. Yeah, you got it. Take care. <laughs>
0: Bye-bye. All. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining us, Brad, and Sherry. That was just fabulous. All the practice fundamentals and basics and not listening to the voices. It's great.
1: Yeah, it it really is, isn't it, Michael? It it takes us it well, me. I'll 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 speak for myself. So long. <laughs> To realize how simple it is. Now, again, what what people point out is because it's simple, it doesn't mean it's easy, right? Yes. But you know, if we go back to the going to the gym, and uh, Ashwini talks about this, you know, I start out lifting my little ten pound weights or whatever it is, um, and and if I just keep if I just keep doing that, <laughs> then pretty soon. Yes. That'll be really easy, and I'll want to lift 12-pound weights, right? And then I keep doing that, and pretty soon that's really too easy, and I want to do 15s, right? So when we're out of the conversation and into the activity, it really is that simple, and with that approach, it's actually easy.
0: Mm. Yes, yes, step-by-step in the moment.
1: Step-by-step in loving kindness, appreciation, enjoyment. mm
0: Wow. Yeah. Wow. All right. And we have another caller here.
3: All righty.
0: Next caller. You are now live on the air. And would you please introduce yourself?
4: Hi, Michael. This is June. Hi, June. <coughs> hey, June. <coughs> hey, Sherry. <coughs> this is Q Practice. <laughs> Very good. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, um, I have been looking at um, uh, the <clears throat> the uh, what is you, what's your name Mary Oliver poem at the beginning of the that Thou art class for this class. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And the I think the last line uh, is from Rilke. Uh, you must change your life.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: And um, that's been one of self hate, <laughs> one of karma's big uh, bludgeon nerves nerves for me for many years. You must change your life. And um, it's always meant, I've I've always kind of interpreted that as meaning I need to do something different and be different and go somewhere different and Mm -hmm. act different. You know, Mm -hmm. just standard Mm -hmm. self-hate, karma, Mm -hmm. stuff.
3: And
1: how, how you are as you are is not okay. There's something wrong uh and so something needs to be done in order to fix that and uh, and the, yeah. and i'm guessing for you like most of us it's that vague there's so, there, there's there's something there's something wrong with you and you need to to do something to f- fix it yeah yeah exactly and you oh, whatever you do it's not that
4: it. right <laughs> Right, mm-hmm. you know what's wrong with you, and you know how to fix it, and you just won't do it.
3: Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah.
1: That's kind of Yeah, trouble. and we rarely have the presence of mind to say, okay, would you remind me again what it is? What, what exactly yeah. is it that's wrong <laughs> with me, and what exactly sh- should I be doing to fix myself? Tell, tell me what that is again. Yeah, because yeah. if, we, if we remember to do that, we get a lot of silence in return. Yeah. Or, well, you know,
4: well, you know. Yes, yeah. (laughs) I don't have to tell you, you know. Yeah,
3: Yeah,
4: don't act like you don't know. You know. You've always (laughs) known, and you've never been
3: willing.
4: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And the truth of the matter is, uh, about three months ago, I changed my life. Enormously,
1: rather dramatically,
4: moving, moving from from just outside the monastery gate to Georgia. And um, uh, the interesting, let's see, there's a lot about it. I won't, I won't just talk on and on, but. In many ways, I've recreated the life I had in California. The problem is, I've recreated the kind of non functional pieces of it. (laughs) (laughs) Some of the Uh distractions and the, um, yeah, that kind of thing. But,
1: okay. uh, Can I I ask you about that before you go on? Yeah. Now is that are those the aspects that you were encouraged to recreate? In other words, did you did you get uh informa- <coughs> excuse me, information from inside somewhere that you wanted to recreate yes. those things that you should recreate those would be you need to do that?
4: Yes. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, it's huge. My just, gosh, I've talked about this so many times. It's just just that hugely karmic place for me of making life as comfortable as I can. And part of that is distraction and... um, what the karma called a peaceful mind. It's actually just a distracted, numbed place. And mm. the the good part is that I, I'm present to it happening. And I've spent most of my life not being present to it happening.
3: Uh-huh.
4: Uh, you have to encounter what you need to transcend. That's right. You know, and if you don't
1: Mm-hmm. Well, that is enormous, right? Yeah. But if, I mean, I just love it when life orchestrates things so beautifully for us and so horribly for ego. So <laughs> ego is on you to, that you need to change your life, you need to change your life, you need to change your life, okay? So then you really go whole hog and change your life. And what you get to see as a result of that is how ego sets you up in the same place for it to be able to torture you in this new location the way it tortured you in the
4: old
3: location. Yes. Yep. exactly.
4: That's huge to see, isn't it? It's huge to see. Uh, It's the old uh, wherever you go, there you are. Yes, the, well wherever you go, meaning, there it so, is exactly exactly yeah, yeah, um, and so, having this just everything is different here in many ways uh, I, the you know the mirror is different, lots of different mirrors um. And you know, I see things that, I, that just astound me every day. Um, but the, the thing that is most, uh, let's see, the richest place is getting to the realization that you must change your life it has nothing to do with changing the externals of your life. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think I probably could have voiced that at some, you know, yes. anywhere yes. along the line. But I'm experiencing yes. it.
1: You've known that intellectually for a long time. Yeah.
4: hmm yeah.
1: But not, not in the way you know it now. Yes.
3: hmm
1: and that's what practice is that, uh, for, for any of us, for whatever our deal is, that's what practice is. We just, we're just going down through the layers. And, and at least in my experience, no matter how deep it gets, I could say that same thing. Intellectually, I've known that forever. But I didn't get it. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And it's the getting it that changes us. Yeah. Not the understanding, intellectual understanding. That's why being lectured doesn't help, right? (laughs) Because if if being lectured changed us, God, we would have all changed in the fifth grade, right? But it's getting it that changes us. Yeah. And, well, that's very good. Now you can uh, come back, huh?
4: <laughs> yeah. But Sherry, just one last thing. The The, the crux of it is uh, it's, of course, being here at this moment. Yes. And with the air on the skin, and the birds in the trees, and yes. the feet on the ground, and yes. it's it's what we were just talking about. It is just that simple, and yeah. the forces that pull against that are huge.
3: Yeah,
1: are impressive, aren't they?
4: Just back to it, over and over and over.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. And, of course, if we tie all that together, when, when we're here, where, where our feet are, when we're in our heart, when we're, when we're breathing, when we're here, our life it has changed. And it changes <laughs> second by second by second by second
3: by second. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> all
1: right. Okay. Well, very fun. Q practice is fun. It's a good thing. It's a good thing. Thank you, Junie.
0: All right. Thank you. Thanks for joining us, June. And uh, sure what dropped in for me is having an intellectual understanding of something that's not intellectual. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> so something yeah. is off it here. would
1: explain a lot, huh?
0: Yes, it would. And Sherry, we're going to take a break here for Good News Update, and then we'll come back and talk with more callers.
1: All right. Thank you.
0: Thank you. And Ashwini, I'm going to turn it over to you for Good News Update.
5: Thanks, Michael, and good afternoon and welcome to Good News Update with Living Compassion. And I'm pleased to be joined by Jim,
6: who's here to speak about Sunday. (laughs) <laughs> Sunday. <laughs> <Yeah>.
5: <laughs> well, on Sunday, we uh, we officially handed over the monastery to the Miwok, and both Jen and I were there to do the transition, and I thought it would be wonderful to hear from the person who's lived on the property for 20 years, what her experience
6: of that was. Mm. It, even as you say it, Ashwini, I don't know if this is your experience, but it just talk about those layers that june and sherry were just talking about it's i just it takes my breath away (laughs) wow that that actually did happen we handed the monastery over to the Miwok on sunday and it was absolutely extraordinary i mean you and sherry made that recording that i hope folks have heard and if they haven't i'm sure they can um and don't have access to it, they can email the Guest Master to get it, but where you laid out the process of how the sale of the monastery has gone and, and what a miracle all of that was. And so the, um, the two main folks who are sort of receiving the property on behalf of the, this group of Miwok came on Sunday, and it was such an amazing process so beautiful in so many ways there's so many images that drop in for with it and none of them is quite it but, but at some points one of the images was handing over a very precious baby to the arms of these folks who you know are going to take such good care of it and the reason that image doesn't completely fit is that you know the monastery is also such a place that has held us at the same time. Um, But but one of the things I was so struck by as we were going around, and, you know, it's a very practical thing on many levels. You know, here's how to check the voltage of the power system, and, you know, here's how to see how much water is in the tank so the pressure is coming down, gravity feed, and here's how the water feature works and where that, I mean, and that was one of the things to realize is, wow, the depth. And the beauty of the infrastructure that has been put on that property over so many decades in a place where, you know, some of those good news updates we've had with Sister Phil recently, where there was nothing to realize the beauty of the infrastructure that's that's there and the um, the interest and care with which they took all of that in and kept saying, oh, that's perfect, that's wonderful, that's lovely, we want to keep doing that same thing. Bucket watering, right on the back porch. Okay, good. That's what we want to do too. All of those things. Mm. Yeah, I, I think
5: it's it, 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 several things. So the drop in when you say that, uh, Jen, that image of um, the image of continuity, right? The, the the prop the property has held every single person who's ever been part of this practice, whether they've physically been there or not. Are, are not. It's the spiritual mm-hmm. center of, of it for all of us. And mm-hmm. so it's such such synchronicity that what held us is going to hold um, yeah. these folks that are coming onto the property and yeah. and their reverence for what holds, right? The land yeah. as holding is their relationship with it. And yeah. so that's why it feels like such a careful... Uh, careful process because everybody involved is some aspect yes. of caring or, or the reciprocity yes. is so implicit. Because as yes. you walked around showing people where the power system is and that's, that's sort of what the monks and everybody who lived on the property for however period of time, whatever the period of time did was to take care of it so well. And we talk about attention as a form of love. And what mm-hmm. was so evident for me is the reason we have the ability to say, oh, you know, the, the, that every spring the caterpillars get on the haha, and so that's why that bottle is on the shelf mm-hmm. in the chalet, or, oh, mm-hmm. The, the, mm-hmm. the grapes are going to grow on the oak tree, so watch out for mm-hmm. it at this time of the day. It's because of the mm-hmm. level of attention and the level of care mm-hmm. and the stewardship. It's a relationship, right? There's yes, a relationship truly. with Every single thing, everything yes. is so loved, and that yes. is the the intuitive place I think that the leewos are taking it from us, where they will know every single thing in the same way because that 's their orientation as well
6: it is and and in it, yes, in so many ways, I felt one of the things that was moving to me is how how much they really did want to know down to the level of, oh, using the bucket water in the kitchen for, that it felt like they really wanted to learn our, you could even use the word traditions, I think. Mm -hmm. They wanted to learn from us how we had cared for the property, and there are things that they're going to bring to it that are so beautiful. I mean, again, you talked about this in the recording, but Deborah had tears in her eyes a number of times, as you know, during that time that we were all together, and she was talking about, for example, the creek. For anyone who was, ever took a, a hike down to the creek at the bottom of the property, she said that creek is sacred to us, that her ancestors lived on the San Domingo Creek right there. Mm-hmm. And, and the other piece of it was we at one point we were talking about the watering and drought, and I said, you know, I was really worried about the red buds for a while but they seem to have in these late rains seem to have come back and and we literally at that level of detail we were talking about they may need a deep soaking and at that point they said to us you know that was one of the things that when we first came on the property that we knew right away because red buds are sacred to us that's actually the traditional plant that we use to weave our baskets and so I think you got the promise. Ashwini, showing that right? Okay, we I, I got those dibs baskets. on the first
5: basket. <laughs> yes, I got dibs on the first dibs on the first basket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was just, it was totally extraordinary. And uh, um, I, just before, before, uh, and we're going to have all these folks on to talk about their experience. But um, just be- on Friday, while we were loading the trucks, Sister Phil was with us, and one of the things that mm. she showed me was, I don't know if people remember, but there's these huge slabs of rock just outside the kitchen uh, windows, the kitchen side of the monastery building between the garden and the kitchen. Mm-hmm. And what she showed me, when, the things that she first saw is there are these beautiful holes in the rocks. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. those holes were dug by the Miwuk, uh in order, not, they're not, they were created because they used to grind corn
3: mm. uh,
5: in the holes. So you, you can yeah. go today and look at those holes. They're grown, grown over with moss and paper whites and everything mm-hmm. else. But those mm-hmm. were the original holes that were used to mm-hmm. grind corn. And when I po- pointed that out to Deborah and Adam, Adam said, I, 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 I've been here before,
1: right? I, I, this mm-hmm.
5: feels that's like right, home he did, that's,
6: right. that's
1: because,
5: right. Because yeah. evidence of his, of his people were just yeah. at our feet. Yeah. Uh, it was such an exquisite moment. And I, yeah. I so appreciate that Sister showed it to us before. Showed it to me before, and I said I promise to bring them here when we're doing the walk around on Sunday.
6: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, and one of the things that, was one of the moments that was so moving to me was right at the very end, where, you know, it's sort of one of those moments where I think everyone realizes this is so much bigger than any of us can really take in on so many levels, right? I mean, they knew that. We were leaving the property as when we finished passing it over to them, they were also leaving the property because they weren 't going to you know they 're going to be transitioning on over time, but so just that moment of they knew that we were leaving this thing that we love so much, and they knew how much we love that that they 're receiving it they 're so again deborah just had those those tears in her eyes as she was saying thank you so much for taking such good care of our home and allowing us to return to it. And that one of the things that we said is, well, what we want you to know is the level of transformation that has happened for countless numbers of people on this land as it was loaned to us. And what it has held for so many of us over those decades, the gratitude for that just runs so deep.
5: Well, and I I was standing there when you had that. We were having having that conversation, and I think what she, the way she started, she prefaced it is what we said on the recording about the worlds that they live in, right? Their spiritual world, and as you said, the other world. But what she said was, "This is the place in which more healing will happen, healing for all of my people." Right, that's and that's the way yeah. she said it. That it's been the place of healing for so many who've come—a retreat and a refuge—and yeah. that's what it will be. Uh, that will be for us because yeah. this is where uh, the deepest connections to what nourishes us, the earth, are going to happen for our children.
6: Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. it's
5: what you're saying, right, Jen? The threads are just so. Uh, so numerous in terms yeah. of the the, the um, they all sparkle right so you can feel yeah. the beauty of it and you can sense in certain moments what the thread means in its significance, mm-hmm. its continuity um, mm-hmm. it, it, how it will branch into a different form of the same root you know all mm. of those things uh, it's almost liminal and can be felt but I think that there was such a level of such perfect symmetry in the whole process
6: yeah Yeah. you know it's just the last thing as you say that that was such again just absolutely so perfect literally as they were arriving as deborah and and adam were arriving sherry was texting to say that the trucks had arrived in squim (laughs) oh my god it was so wonderful yeah
5: yeah yeah,
6: just. So we were yeah. saying, I mean, literally the monastery the arriving in, in these r- huge trucks. Yet?
5: Yes. Yeah.
6: At, yeah. In the property yeah. in Squam.
5: Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, that was that was well, and I I'll say two other things before um yeah. Yeah. Uh, before we say before we hand the show back, but the first I, I do want you to say the thing about the raspberries, Jen. Uh-oh, but my favorite yes. part at this time of the year is when you walk on the property, there are these beautiful butterflies that, uh, that flit just below the gate. And if you're really lucky, five or six okay. of them will lead you down to the monastery. Uh-huh. And, um, and so when I, when I came down, I, they split they it past, and there, and, and oh. you know, the, that, that particular butterfly is on the book of There's Nothing Wrong With You, the transformation, <laughs> metamorphosis, the spiritual transformation is on the There's Nothing Wrong With You, and to watch them come down. And then yeah. when Deborah got out of the car and we were walking past the gate, the same set of those butterflies were in front of us, and we were talking about that, that mediation in the world that we transcend between, between the physical and the spiritual, uh, <laughs> and to have that, that sort of um, represent almost like a totem, right? That yeah, followed yeah. us through the process. There was such, oh, those were the I kinds of magical that. moments that were, that were fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, I I did not know
6: that. uh, Raspberry, and then we'll we'll get off the show. Okay, then then we'll we'll (laughs) hand it back over. Well, the raspberry, I mean, so, um, you know, deep, deep drought, right? So all plants in big trouble. And about a year and a half ago, we really recommitted to essentially, okay, we have, we're going to care for the things that have been growing on the monastery for years and that are just here. And those are the things, instead of planting a new garden, we're going to care for, you know, the things that come up year and year again. And so these raspberries that have just kind of been hanging on through the drought, so they don't really, you know, they sort of make a few raspberries each year. But so we just cleared them out last spring and did all the, you know, Googled it and did the pruning, and they just were absolutely beautiful. We were bringing dishwater to them all through the spring and so I kept watching them and I couldn't believe it. About a month ago I realized, you know what, these these folks are starting to make some fruit. And they're not they don't really fruit until usually June or early July. And so I thought, wouldn't it be just amazing if they were to give us, you know, a raspberry before we leave. We're on the walk around with Deborah and Adam and there's one ripe raspberry. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I mean, a week from well, now, they are going to be regaled. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> yeah. exactly. Yeah. It was our strawberries. Yeah, but we have yeah. to
5: use the Zen story for the for the raspberry, and that, but
6: that was that the metaphor for me was just the sweetness of it. Yeah, right? yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Well, well as you said, Yashwani, so much more to come, and and so many folks who are participating in so many ways, and we'll get to hear more about it as we go forward. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, thank you again.
5: Thank, thank, thank you, you, Ashwini. Sending the show
0: back to you and Sherry. Great. Thank you, Jen, and thank you, Ashwini. And welcome back to Open Air. And that was amazing, Sherry. Again.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Wasn't it? Yeah, I I actually didn't hadn't had a chance to hear those stories, so yeah, that was that was uh, that was wonderful. And that raspberry that at, at the end that that was a it just yes. you know it just yeah it, it makes a believer out of you uh,
0: yeah I just got the sense of everything getting bigger and bigger and bigger as they spoke. you great. straight.
3: Yeah, yeah.
1: I I just uh, yeah I, I I I mean we don't need to obviously, but. Uh, it would be a wonderful movie <laughs> but just quickly we heard from uh, this beautiful fellow that that we met in this process of trying to find the right stewards for the monastery and hes he does uh, regenerative agriculture and attempting to re um, reclaim land uh, that has been abused and then get it into the hands of um, uh, people of color, Indigenous people, uh-huh. know, those populations who yeah. mostly, <laughs> yeah. Well, you get that. Anyway, he just wrote to us and and uh, and told us a, a story of you know a similar kind of story of that they've been working on this piece of land and they've brought it back from uh, being a basically a toxic waste dump to. To something that is alive again, and and they've just handed it over to this group of people uh, to care for it. And I, I I wish we could. I don't know. Maybe I mean maybe people are making movies about these stories. I don't know. I wish because it just feels like in the midst of all the global climate change and the bad news and everything that these kinds of uh, stories about about how people are with the with the earth and how people are with communities and uh, the, the the vision for their children and and the future of the earth it just it just uh, it's so inspiring I, I just I kind of wish everybody could, could know something like this as po- as possible and then be inspired to want to participate in it themselves
0: Mm. yes yes very heartwarming what it comes yeah. to
1: in fact I would tell you this other thing okay just quickly it has nothing to do with anything except how extraordinary squim Washington is okay so mm-hmm. um, downtown uh, doing some things because uh, you know and there was a little uh, little restaurant on a side street that was very cute and very sweet and um, and i Rarely go downtown, and so I I was there, and uh, a couple of weeks ago, and realized it had closed. I guess it went out of business. I don't know with the pandemic or whatever. And so walking past, there was a uh, what has replaced that little place is a soup place, and and the the mission of it is to make sure everybody has at least one hearty meal a day now if you can pay for it then you pay for it if you can pay something extra then you can pay for somebody who can't afford it but it doesn't matter whether somebody can afford it or not you can come there and eat and and i was so excited because that is a dream that i've had uh, forever to have a place like that yes with the exact same mission statement that, that they had written up. Um, and I, I thought, oh, okay, all right, there's another reason to grow organic vegetables, right? To help uh, add things to the soup pot. And so that kind of, uh, that kind of thing is, is alive everywhere. And, yes. and as Brad started us off, we just need to get our attention there. Yes. It is actually... Here, <laughs> yes. with what is true and what is possible and what is love.
0: Yes. Yeah. To see yeah. the goodness that is actually. To there. see
1: the goodness. No. Yeah. Because there's so much of it and such a focus on the bad news. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So isn't that exciting? So when people when people come uh, you know we'll all have to make sure we have a bowl of soup with the with the folks
0: will do will all do right. <laughs> and, and we have another caller here all right next caller you are now live on the air and would you please introduce yourself
7: hi this is anna from Seattle. hi anna well hello neighbor <laughs> yeah hi um what's going on um i'm just calling i haven't called in a I, in a long time i guess um and i just wanted to say hi and i'm i'm here <laughs> and, good no, yeah and yeah that's so so great um that everyone is i think it's a, yeah it's in Swim now mm-hmm. that's awesome Just across the water. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Let's see. Yeah. I'm I'm, like overall doing well, I guess, but also kind of struggling and like suffering with ego in my head. Um. Yeah. And I. I, Are you recording and listening? I'm recording. I'm recording and um not really listening too much. <laughs> yeah. Mm.
3: Mhm.
1: Don't you kind of wish somebody would listen to you?
7: Yeah. That's uh-huh. a good point. Yeah. Yeah
1: funny, isn't it? We don't think about it that way. Yeah. Because you're not alone in that. A lot of people uh, will record but then not listen. And it's so emblematic of what we're up against. Um, We talk, we talk and talk and talk, nobody hears us. We need to be listened to and be heard and Understood and cared for and valued appreciated
7: seen mm, yeah mm-hmm. yeah, okay, I'll have to do that <laughs> mhm yeah,
1: yeah, because- a- again that's that it's such a human thing we we want to be loved right we 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 I'm guessing that that's true for you. Is that true for you too? I could be just projecting. Um, Yeah. We want to be loved, but we don't want to love. We might be open to loving someone else, but we're not open to loving the one person whom we know really wants and needs to be loved. That person... We get talked into ignoring and sometimes not even particularly interested in loving somebody else or others.
7: Yeah, no, I'm even feeling a lot of hate.
3: Hmm. Yeah.
7: I'm just not safe with with people.
3: Hmm. Mm hmm. Which
7: doesn't feel good,
1: does it? No. Mm-mm. And it it it. Well, it's the hard part, of course, is getting past ego, right? And and then committing to to creating a refuge for ourselves, a, a loving, kind, understanding. Place that we can retreat to. It's always there for us. That no matter what's going on anywhere else, we have that solid, loving, safe, kind base.
7: Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah. Makes it a lot easier to. Stand whatever else is going on. When we have everything we need, we have everything we want.
7: Yeah. Yeah, and from from there, maybe.
4: Um,
7: like I don't know how to be excited or how to have fun.
1: How to what, Anna? How
5: to be excited
7: about something, or how to be interested? Oh,
1: oh You absolutely will be. It, it won't. It it won't. It won't take any effort at all. It'll just be how it is. Yeah. When you're yeah. fulfilled. When you're fulfilled. Then. Possibilities are endless. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
7: Okay, cool.
1: All right. You're going to take care of her, huh? Yeah. All right. Let me know how it goes. Thanks. Thank you.
0: Good night. Good night. for joining us, Anna and Sherry. I was really receiving what you were saying about finding that safe place uh, for myself and how critical that mm-hmm. is.
3: Oh,
1: it's just essential, isn't it? You, yeah. you know, I, I think I, I don't know. I, 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 project, I project a lot, you know. Um, but it, when we look at homeless people, at least for me, that's one of the that's one of the, the places that's hardest uh, to think about is, is somebody with, without that safe place to come back to. Now, we hope, of course, that they have it inside themselves, in, inside their, their being, inside their heart. Mm-hmm. Right? Because not, not having even... A place that you can go to <laughs> with a door that you can close. <laughs> you know? And 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 be in there and feel protected and that sort of that's very hard to think about. And then to to consider how many people have all of that and still don't have the refuge because it's missing from their heart, from inside of them.
0: Yes. Yes. And we have another caller here, Sherry.
3: All right.
0: Next caller, you are now live on the air. And would you please introduce yourself?
1: Hey, it's Jodine in California. Hi, Jodine. Hi, Jodine. Um, wow, I'm kind of speechless. <laughs> um, this has just been a remarkable show. Um,
3: mm. <clears throat> um
1: and I, I just have to say that I've always suspected that, like, the veil between the worlds was was thin uh, at, mm. on the monastery grounds, <laughs> like um, like that the spirit world was right there.
3: Uh-huh.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah. I, and I, I think you're right, Jodine. I mean, the number of people who would not even identify themselves as spiritual people who would come onto the property and get that you know, kind of glazy look in their eyes and uh, you know look around and say, Wow, this 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 place is this is amazing,
3: this is amazing right? <laughs> right, right,
1: right. And they they don't really know what they're responding to, but they just feel this is this is different than other places. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, how, what a wonderful next chapter, um, for that land. Mm
3: -hmm.
1: Um, what I was, um, in the queue for was, um, uh, looking at unhappiness, um, and, um, and and basically i'm i'm working all the time with some physical realities um that will will draw me into unhappiness
3: if mm-hmm. if
1: i'm not really, you know, present basically mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. and i guess i'm just looking for maybe some suggestions maybe a recording and listening suggestions um the the challenge for me is that um, I I have involuntary movements, um, you know, due to this illness. I have a tremor,
3: mm-hmm. and
1: it's sometimes there and sometimes not, and sometimes worse and sometimes not so bad. And then um, I I take medication. There's medication that helps it. But the medication gives me another kind of involuntary movement as a side effect. Uh And so it's just like devil's bargain um, where I'm like always trying to find the right balance of the medication and kind of get through my day, quote unquote. Um, And I can just really lose it at times, like, you know, I cannot stand this terror one more minute, you know, like uh, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Jodine, it, 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 pretty much everything that I would say to you, um, you know, could be written off as wacky. But I'm gonna say it anyway because I, I I think you'll be able to hear it and um and see it at at least in the realm of possibility and not just out and out wackiness. Um, <laughs> we had a uh, somebody on the uh lived on the property for a while as a monk and um and the the thing he you know, we all, we all establish the thing that we, the bane of our existence, you know, the <laughs> thing that we hate the very most, yeah. the thing that, it, it, you know, if this is the reason my life is miserable, and for him, it was the uh, lettuce spinner, okay, because you spin the lettuce, and then the lettuce spinner is just full of these little tiny particles of lettuce that you have to then clean out Of the thing oh Uh yeah and it's it's just it's just miserable right and so what he decided to do was to make that lettuce spinner his best friend so that and and really really love it see it as something that people just used and then didn't appreciate and didn't really care about and that he could be the one person that would let this lettuce spinner know how important and beautiful and valuable it is, right? Mm-hmm. And so that, that, was his, that was his challenge, and he actually succeeded at it, and, and it became his favorite chore and his favorite thing to do, and he was disappointed if somebody else got to clean the lettuce spinner instead of him, okay? And, and so you can guess that I am going to suggest to you that you can have, you can actually have the, the same relationship with your dear friends, the tremor? Oh, mm-hmm. Because if we do this personification thing, right, um, and, and that, if we, if we, <laughs> it's really crazy, okay, but if we imagine how that tremor feels, it can't help being a tremor. It can't help being there. It, it, that is just what it is. And it's hated. It's despised. Mm. And what an awful thing to to be despised for being something that you can't help being. Now, of course, we can just drift off for a split seconds there into all of the places where that exists in the world. Where people are despised for The color of their skin or how they look or uh, where they come from or all right and then creatures and plants and you know the whole earth suffers from uh, people despising things uh, you know something that grows where they don't want it to grow and so it has to die you know on and on and on and we could go Mm -hmm. with that and so perhaps to realize that this tremor is just being itself and and perhaps doesn't want to be there any more than you want it to be there. And yet there the two of you are. And so can you befriend one another?
3: Mm.
1: Instead of making the relationship antagonistic or hostile or hate filled, can it be a practice of loving something that the entire world would say is inherently unlovable.
4: Mm.
1: Wow, well, thanks for that. Yeah, I wouldn't have um, connected that. I have, I haven't connected, made a connection like that so far. Um, no, I mean, I have. No, we don't. Yeah, I mean, I have said to myself, like, okay, what if it were possible not to be unhappy? In this very yep. moment, you know, in this in this yep. circumstance that I'm in right now, um, yep. If it's possible, then I want to find that out. Yes. Yes. And it is.
0: It's absolutely possible.
1: It,
3: it is.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And there and there's a there's a subtle and a large difference between those two, right? So the one is, can you be happy in spite of the tremor? Or can you be happy with the tremor? Right, right. Yeah. One feeding separation, right? The illusion of self and other and the survival of one at the expense of the other. Or embracing, you're in it together. Absolutely, yep. Mhm. <laughs> so. And you are, right? God bless. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you, you,
3: you,
1: that that is your absolute experience. You are in it together, and and so with that, and, and so much of life is that way. You know, I mean, people suffer hideously over jobs, right? Uh, co-workers or, you know, relationships with family or neighbors or, I mean, just endlessly uh, in that opposing place and, uh, and focusing on the, I don't want this, I don't like this, I hate this. If this weren't like this, then I would be happy. No, I wouldn't. No, I would just find something <laughs> right. else to be unhappy about. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah, and the, the medical field has one more trick in its bag of tricks, um, which is a neurosurgical procedure um, that oftentimes um, uh, eliminates the tremor or, or takes it way, way down. And it's, uh, it's very sobering to be looking at my alternatives, um, you know, in that way. So um, this will definitely um, give me a, a new practice direction with it. Yeah, 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 because as you say, you have the tremor, and then you take a medication to help the tremor, but it gives you a different tremor. or It gives you a different, uh, not tremor, but a different problem a different issue to deal with
3: yeah yeah and so the
1: next the next trick God knows what might be the result of that so you know if love fails then uh, you know you could go with something else but giving love the first shot seems like a, a worthwhile approach Yes, right, absolutely, and and um, would will serve me no matter um, no matter what.
0: <laughs> That's so. exactly
1: right. Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. Whatever happens. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Okay. Thank you so much. Thank you, Jodine. Let me know, okay? I I will let you know how it's going. Cause, yeah, yeah. Because it, it's really big and. And even though it's very specific in this situation, as all of our situations are, but uh, you know, this is a this is a the kind of thing that the practice that I'm suggesting in most people's lives is much more amorphous. This is very targeted, very specific. Mm-hmm. Well, and the other thing that that has not escaped my notice is um, is that. It prevents me from sitting still.
3: Uh huh. Uh huh.
1: You know, which yeah. I would say is the focus of our practice in one sense. Well, yes, and so the the, the application there is fascinating, isn't it? Can yes. you sit still with this? Yeah. Right. With whatever this is, it's not. There's a stillness that doesn't involve tremors. In your case, you're sitting still with tremors. That's what Mm -hmm. you're sitting still with. Yes. Yes, I am. Mm
3: -hmm.
1: Yeah. Wow. It's impressive, my dear. Oh, thank you. Thank you for everything. Mm. Okay. Take care of her. Okay. Good night. All right. Good night.
0: Thanks for joining us, Jardine. And Sherry, that was an extraordinary conversation. Just to see see the completely different perspective on the tremor as something I'm trying to get away from, as opposed to something I want to make my best friend. It's incredible.
3: Yeah,
1: yeah. Here, here is something that needs to be loved and embraced, and something that can help uh, me reach a level of loving that I possibly wouldn't have dreamed
0: possible for me. Mm. Mm. Yes, yes. And we are past the top of the hour, Sherry, and it's been extraordinary. And lovely. Yeah, and I want to thank you and thank everyone for a great show. Yeah, Yeah.
1: thank you, Michael. Yes, thanks, everyone.
0: Yeah, go Go happy. happy.